With Fidelity Wealth Management, a dedicated advisor can work with you on a comprehensive plan to help you reach your wealth's full potential. Plus, you'll have access to specialists in estate planning strategies. So you're not just growing and protecting your wealth, you're sharing it. More at fidelity.com slash wealth. Investment minimums apply. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC. Member NYSE SIPC. And now a word from our sponsors at Betterment. If you're listening to my show, you're looking for tips on how to work smarter, not harder. And let's be real. You're already working hard to earn your money. But how do you make sure that your money is working hard for you? Here's how. With a Betterment Automated Investment and Savings app, your money will go to work. They've got technology that will provide you with advanced tools, and they're built to help maximize your returns, not to mention your time. They have expert-built portfolios of low-cost exchange-traded funds. You know I love those exchange-traded funds. There's automated investing technology, and as part of that, automated rebalancing. Many of you have been asking about rebalancing, and it sort of feels like a hard thing to do on your own. With Betterment, easy peasy. They do it for you. Visit Betterment.com to get started. Learn more about high-yield cash accounts at Betterment.com. Investing involves risk. Performance is not guaranteed. Cash reserve offered through Betterment LLC and Betterment Securities. Betterment is not a bank. Welcome to the Jill on Money Show. It's Wednesday, May 31st, and we are here answering your financial questions. And uh, today, of course, being a very, not of course, why would you know this? But today is an important day for me. This would have been my father's 86th birthday. And my father, who Mark noted, was like, wait, he died 10 years ago. That was so long ago. And like he was so young. And as we get older, that number starts to creep up on you. And uh, so anyway, in honor of that, um, I'll just tell you what my father always told me, which is, uh, you know, it's never as good or as bad as you think, whether it's the market or your life or whatever, like kind of his his mantra in life was sort of get over yourself. <laughs> He really was, for a guy who was a trader all of his life, who did like to sort of look at the the downside effects of anything first, he was a pretty optimistic dude. He really was. And he always seemed very comfortable in his own skin. You know what is on the tombstone, Mark? This is great. It says, Albert E. Schlesinger, the man was never boring. I put that on his tombstone. Pretty good. Anyway, not to bring you all down, because I uh, love my dad, and he's a big influence on my life, and he would always get a kick out of me answering financial questions. He thought that the stories are always amazing. And those stories are your stories, and we love to hear them. If you'd like to join us on the air, go to jillonmoney.com, click the Contact Us button. There's a little box that says you want to come on the air. If you don't want to come on the air, we do email episodes every week, and we try to plow through the inbox. So don't worry, you can do that as well. While you're on the website, Sign up for the free weekly newsletter. Check out the brand new blog. It's always updated all the time. And check out the book. It's called The Great Money Reset. Change your work, change your wealth, change your life. This is where I outline 10 bold steps to turn chaos into opportunity. You can also subscribe to our new service. It's called Jill on Money Live, where we are building a community of people who come together. We do quarterly webinars with cool guests, and we also put interviews with other guests that we think are a little bit maybe deeper or esoteric or interesting or quirky or something. And we put that behind the paywall as well. So Jill on Money Live costs you 35 bucks for the whole year. Check it out. Okay. Now with that business done, let's go to our listener. It's Fletch who's on the line from Wisconsin. Hello, Fletch. How are you? 
I'm well, thank you. Tell us what brings you to our airwaves. Well, I'm 62 years old and uh, grew up very, very poor. Uh, My husband and I both came from practically nothing, and we worked very hard and saved as much as we could. But he died unexpectedly last year, and as a result, I'm in a position now of having to make all the financial decisions. My friends seem to think that I am financially secure, but (laughs) I'm not really convinced of that. Well, I like the idea that my friends think I'm financially secure when like the idea of security is a very personal thing. So I guess that your friends objectively are looking in and saying, you got a bunch of money, can't you get secure? And our job will be to see if we can help you gain some sense of security, right? Perfect. Yes. All right, good. So um, are you working still? I am. Okay. How much do you earn, Fletch? Uh, I I am working part-time. I make $64,000 a year part-time. That's good. Do you get insurance, like health insurance through that? Yes. You do. Okay. Do you contribute to any retirement account on that 64000 Are you using that just to, you know, float your lifestyle? Um, so here's the interesting thing. Um, I got life insurance from uh, the death of my husband and what I'm doing is using that to live on, and I'm using every penny that I make from my in- income to fund my 401k Roth. Oh, okay. Interesting. So I'm, I'm putting $30,000 a year in Roth. Wow. Okay, great. So how much was the life insurance proceeds? Uh, $248,000. So that's what's left, or that was the gross amount that you received? That was the gross amount. How much do you need to live on every year? Um, I, I, I'm currently living on about $3,000 a month. That's it? Yeah. <laughs> Poor girl, scarcity mindset, I got it. Okay, so you're going to spend, let's call it, forty grand a year. And how much longer do you think that you'll be working? You plan, what, what are the, What's the game plan? Are you going to try to make it through 65 for Medicare? I am. Okay. So we're going to spend about 160 grand of your 250. I'm calling it 250 even though it was 248. Is that right? Correct. Here? Right. Okay. Is that money in cash right now? Is that where it's sitting? 160,000 is in equities. 50,000 yeah. is in the money market and $50,000 is in T-bills. Oh, okay. Um the equities is that in individual equities or in index funds or what what how have you done that part of the investing that part is uh mostly in index funds uh about fifty thousand of that is in stock that my husband held and individual stock one or many one and the rest is in index funds okay how much money right now is in your retirement account you say you said you're putting 30 grand a year into the 401k roth is there a traditional, um, an old traditional sticking around somewhere? Uh, there are a couple, yes. Tell me um, about that. Okay, so I have one that is uh, 62000 I have another that is 77000 I can tell you that uh, all told with my retirement counts, just to give you an idea, mm-hmm. uh, $640,000 is pre-tax and 368000 is Roth. Can I just have a moment for a second? Here is a woman who, with her husband, accumulated more than a million dollars. And she says, I grew up dirt poor. I just want to stop for a second 
and have a moment to say to you, it's phenomenal. It's absolutely phenomenal what you have done. Truly. I don't want to make you cry or anything, but if you had to, it would be okay with me because I could almost cry as you tell your story. It's, it's just, whew, it's amazing to me that you were able to do this. Just grit, hard work, saving, scrimping, all of those things. It's amazing. So that's the retirement, which is a million or so, $1.1 million. You've got the money that's from the life insurance proceeds. Do you have other, any other money that's set aside anywhere else? Uh, I have about $45,000 cash on hand, and I think that's everything. Everything all told should come to about $1,260,000. And what about um, your housing? Do you live in a a single-family home? Do you have a condo? Do you rent? What's your story? I have a condo. How much would you guess the condo is worth? I I just found out from a realtor that it's worth $550,000. Is there a mortgage outstanding on it? Uh, yes, $27,000. Stop it. <laughs> what's, what, what's the interest rate on that $27,000? Uh, 3.3%. Oh my gosh. Okay. Do you guys, did you guys have kids? Uh, we do. Yes. How many kids? We have four. Are they older? Are they okay? How, how do you, how do you assess their how do they play into your financial life? They are all launched. I would like to leave them some money. <laughs> okay. First, I have to get you to spend some. I, I know, right? <laughs> oh my God. Okay. So your cash flow is fine right now, right? Yes. Okay. What would you say, besides this like horrifying, unexpected death last year, what do you feel like is going on for you when you look at this balance sheet that's $1.2 million? Like what, what's happening in your brain when you see those numbers? I, like everyone else, wish it was double that because then <laughs> I, I feel like I'm right on the margin of it sounds like a lot of money to people who don't have that much money. Mm-hmm. But to me, I really feel like I'm at that, that wonky kind of break point uh-huh. where it could go either way. Okay. If I'm not absolutely careful and a good steward of the money. Okay. Are you receiving any other income? Is, was um, social security, was your husband taking social security or any, like what's happening right now on the social security front? And when do you plan to claim you on your record? Okay, so I'm not planning to ever claim on my record. I am going to claim on survivor benefits mm-hmm. uh, record. Mm-hmm. And if I wait until I'm 67, I'll get $2,800 a month. Which is, you know, weirdly just shy of what you need. Because you said you're only spending three grand a month. So, I, you know, I'm living like a church mouse. Stop you know? it. Don't make me and Mark come out there and show you how to spend some money. Let's say you stopped saving and let's say right now you've got $1.2 million and you don't even have to save. You don't even have to spend the life insurance proceeds. You just stop putting all of that money into the 401k and you spend that money and you leave the life insurance proceeds alone. Just let it sit there and let it accumulate. You know, you wait till you get to 65. So you've got three more years and you just live on your income plus a little bit extra. You can pull a thousand dollars a month out of or two thousand dollars a month, whatever you want. And you start living your life a little bit. You've gone through the ringer. 
I think that you're saving for some weird future and you've already, you've already, you're there. You got what you need. Unless, unless she's thinking about inheritance down the road for the kids. I, yeah, but I, I, okay. Yes. But you know, the inheritance is also like, you know, don't forget and, and, and I know there's four kids here, but they're launched and they're mostly okay. Is that right? Absolutely. Okay. If I had them on the line, do you think that to a person, the four of them would all say, we just want mom to just enjoy her life and spend a little money? Would I, would, am I guessing that's about right that they would say that? Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. So how can we give you permission to do that? Here's how. First of all, it's sort of like, I don't really want to spend the life insurance proceeds. Life insurance proceeds have this amazing tax benefit, which is the person who receives the proceeds is not paying tax on it. So you have this chunk of money that's already been taxed and we can like leave that alone for a bit. And frankly, you know, if anything, you've got the money in the Roth. If you were to just keep working, here's what I think. Here's what I think I would do. You're 62. You work till you're 65 mostly because it's good for your head also, but you live on your earn- your earnings, take a little money out of the, you know, the brokerage account if you want to, instead of doing 3000 a month, maybe do a thousand a month. Okay. From the, uh, from the cash account, live on your 64,000, right? Plus a thousand dollars a month. You get to Medicare age and now you're going to say, hmm, I'm done. Now you're not going to earn 64,000. I don't know. Do you think you would keep working? Who knows? But let's say you didn't want to. From 65, 6, 7, you have three years where we need to create, I don't know, we'll take, let's say we would take four, let's say we take 40 or 50 grand a year out of your pre-tax retirement accounts and you live on it. That's it. 40 or 50 grand a year, probably 50, I guess, because you have to pay tax. You use that to live on, you get your social security. Any extra money you need, you just dribble it out of your pre-tax account. You can start taking some more out. We just don't want you to move your tax brackets too much. And now by the time you're receiving your Social Security and you're taking a little money out here and there, I think that you're going to be shocked to see how much this money accumulates. And also, if you don't spend it down, it's okay. It's great. I mean, it's fine. The kids can have it, but don't forget they're going to have the condo also. There's a half a million dollars of equity right there. I think that for their sake, they much prefer you to live your life as fully and sort of, I think maybe coming out of that mindset of scarcity and, and going into like an appreciation for all that you and your husband built, living your life and feeling comfortable spending that money. You don't spend all of it, but if you were to spend a thousand dollars a month uh, while you're working and then take four grand a month out of your retirement account when you're 65, 66, 67, maybe take a couple thousand dollars out. And if you feel like you want to do nice things for your kids along the way, you could. Do any of them have children? Yes, I have one grandson. The anointed king the soon to be king, the only child. Um, you know, but if you wanted to do something, if you said, you know what? When we have a grandchild, I'd like to give each one of the grandchildren a little a 529 account or something like that. You will be able to do that. And you're going to be able to live your life. I hope you live for 30 more years. Your money will last you. That's what I can tell you. It will. Yeah, absolutely. There's no, there's no doubt in my mind. First of all, 
it's going to be, you're going to be hard pressed to spend more than three grand a month because you know how to, you know how to live in this world. I don't even know if you could spend more than that, but you should try. You should try and should have some fun. You know, the point of all that hard work and you're scratching and saving is not necessarily to just pass it to the next generation. They will get money. The point of it is for you to feel comfortable with the knowledge that that hard work paid off. You know, it's a shame if you don't get to do that. You should enjoy it. They'll want you to enjoy it. I want you to enjoy it. Mark wants you to enjoy it. And I think that the money does not bring your husband back, but the money can actually create something different in this portion of your life. And I think that that would be kind of a cool thing for you to say, "Ah, I can breathe a little bit. It's okay. Like bad things have happened. And I don't have to worry that the next bad thing is going to happen today. Well, at least the next bad thing, it's not going to be about money. Can you get on board? I'm completely on board. I am so relieved. All right. If you, like Fletch, are in a bit of a scarcity mindset, if you get a little bit nervous, if you're unsure, we want to help you out. You don't have to go out and spend every dollar you make. And on the other hand, you don't have to live your life thinking that you're saving for some future time. That time could be right now. And if you're having a hard time getting there, we can help. JillOnMoney.com is the website. Click the Contact Us button. Do let us know if you would be willing to come on the air. And we would love to have a conversation with you. So do that. It will be really helpful for all of us. All right. Put your hands metaphorically on someone's back, maybe on Fletch's back. Help her out. Change your work, change your wealth, change your life. Thank you for listening. We'll talk to you tomorrow. 